Each had a face sliced in it. Each face was different. Every nose was a weirder nose. Every mouth smiled hideously in some new way. A thousand grimaces and twice times a thousand glares of fresh-cut eyes. Each blink held the remnant holiday spirit of years gone by. Hey everybody, welcome to another exciting episode of the Everyday's Halloween Podcast. I'm your host, Horror Guy Keenan, here to scare you with thrills, chills, and bone-tingling thrills. I said that already. How does a Crypt Keeper do this? I don't know. Um, as you guys heard earlier, that was the voice of Leonard Nimoy on the uh, Cartoon Network special, The Halloween Tree. Uh, Leonard Nimoy passed away uh, a few days ago, and I was pretty sad about that because uh, Ray Bradbury's Halloween Tree is probably one of my favorite Halloween stories. And to know that he was part of that was a very, very cool thing. So even though this isn't really horror, uh, Leonard Nimoy, this one's for you. Space, a final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise. Its five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before. brings a tear to your eye we'll miss you leonard uh all right let's jump right into some horror news well this isn't really horror news but the guy that's involved with it is horror so it kind of works out anyways marvel has tapped drew goddard to write and direct the upcoming spectacular spider-man film which will hit theaters in 2017 for all you guys that don't know drew goddard directed um Cabin in the Woods with Joss Whedon so it kind of makes sense that Joss Whedon who's now like the grandfather of the marvel movies uh, kind of brings down in his underlings to uh, work on the, the tie-ins. So it works out. Uh, he also did Cloverfield, which I really love when it came out. And it kind of got a lot of shit for some weird reason. Go fig. So that'll be pretty cool. Um, on top of that, 
Neil Blomkamp, uh, the director behind District 9, Elysium, and the upcoming Chappie film, is set to direct the next Alien film. Rumors started late February that Blomkamp's film would do away with Alien 3 and Alien Resurrection. Blomkamp has stated that he really enjoys the first two films in the franchise and wants to make a film that's connected to those films and not really 3 and Resurrection. Which I don't blame him for at all, because those films were atrocious. Even though Joss Whedon, who we just talked about, uh, did Alien Resurrection. Well, he wrote it anyways. So, sorry, Joss. I don't have uh, the facial reaction you're looking for. This past Sunday, Fox premiered The Last Man on Earth. Uh, The same time The Walking Dead came on. Uh, The two similarities that both shows had was that they both star a man with a very grisly beard that needs to be shaved. And uh, houses that... uh, the owners probably never thought they'd ever live in and uh do crazy unspeakable things inside them uh besides that uh the walking dead season finale will be 90 minutes long i guess that's amc's way of telling us that they'll have 30 minutes of show and 60 minutes of commercials thanks amc hashtag we know advertising last but not least a holiday horror anthology yes another one is in the pre-production phase at the moment director kevin smith is helmed to direct the halloween portion of the film entitled hallow ian no date at the moment for the release but the poster looks pretty good check that out over on the uh, social media pages do you know what the social media pages are you don't well facebook.com backslash everyday is halloween podcast twitter.com backslash hallows eve 365 and you can always email me at, you guessed it, hallowseve365 at gmail.com. Here's a song right off of Mike Patton's supergroup Phantomus album, The Director's Cut, and this is Spider Baby. Screams, moans, bats and bones, teenage monsters in haunted homes, the ghost on the stair, the vampire's fight. Better beware, there's a full moon tonight.
Jenkins, age 19, brutally attacked March 3rd, 1946. Howard W. Turner, 29. Emma Lou Cook, 17. Bodies discovered in a wooded area on March 24th. Roy Allen, 17. Peggy Loomis, 15. Both found dead April 14th in Spring Lake Park. Floyd Reed, age 34, murdered in his home on May 3rd. Mrs. Reed shot twice, but survived. This man's identity is unknown. He was believed to be between 30 and 40 years old. He wore a white hood and was known only as the Phantom Killer. World War II had just ended. In Texarkana, Arkansas, boys had come home to their families. Husbands reunited with their wives. It was a happy, peaceful time. Until the Phantom Killer struck. For four months, he held an entire city in the icy grip of terror. Now, Charles B. Pierce brings this incredible, shocking, and true story to the screen in The Town That Dreaded Sundown, starring Academy Award winner Ben Johnson as Captain J.D. Morales of the Texas Rangers. We got a cold-blooded killer here, a man who nobody sees, a phantom who so far hasn't made any mistakes. Andrew Prine as Deputy Norman Ramsey of the Texarkana Sheriff's Department. The only thing we really do know is that we've got a very strange person on our hands. The Town That Dreaded Sundown. A true story. Let's check out what's going on horror-wise over at Netflix. Uh, as you just heard, The Town That Dreaded Sundown remake is out right now on Netflix. Uh, the trailer you just heard was the original trailer to that film. The great thing about this new one is that it pays uh, a little bit of homage to the first film. So it, you know, it exists. It coexists in the world where these annual slaughters are happening. Um, and I like that they, they paid homage to it rather than just doing away with it. Uh good on them a lot better than what they did with the last texas chainsaw massacre movie where they kind of made it a sequel to the very original film but really didn't touch base on the actual kill ah that was a mess um daniel radcliffe uh and juno temple's horns that one was fantastic uh if you haven't seen that one check it out uh alex aja who is a director i really admire uh took the helm on that one uh and so yeah that's pretty good uh, Black Mirror, a UK television series that kind of reminds me of the stylings of The Twilight Zone, uh, is on there with a few episodes. Uh, if, if anything, just watch the very first episode of Black Mirror. I can't spoil too much for you, but let's just say it's big fucking great all right uh witching and bitching uh a spanish horror film that is pretty brutally brutally intense uh and hilarious all at the same time uh and last but not least george romero's bruiser never heard of it yeah you and like 50 million other people but please sit down and watch bruiser it's probably one of the most awesome george romero films out there uh, and I'll, again, don't want to give too much away with it, but we did a review on uh, Bloody Disgusting's podcast a long time ago for this thing, and that's where I first saw it. And I love this movie to bits. 
randomly found it on a whim on Netflix, so definitely check it out. And that's your Netflix horror streams of the month. Are you interested in property? Desperately in need of somewhere to live or die? Then we have the very place for you. Fem Hall, they call this old dark house. Why don't you drop in? Sometime. May I introduce a friend of Casper's, Mr. Pendrell? Such a surprise to find he had a friend. We're having you for dinner. Delicious. We should warn you that the Femme family have some very killing habits. But don't lose your patience. You may lose your life. Living in the old dark house is Roderick, the eldest Femme. Then there's Cecily, the prettiest and youngest. Something terrible is happening here. You've got to leave before the others find out. The others? Who are the others? Well, there's Aunt Agatha, who loved knitting, surrounded by a host of wool-gathering relatives. Something or someone must have needled her. Must have been murder. She always knitted so carefully. This is Potiphar, and let's face it, he is plain potty. There isn't much time left, Mr. Pendrell. There isn't much time. Morgana, of course, is the femme fatale, one of the amenities of the house. Don't you have any boyfriends? I always had to be home by 12 o'clock. Well, things were just getting started, and I had to stop. Also in the old dark house, you'll find Casper and Jasper. And dead or alive, they look the same. You're, you're there, and you're dead. No, I'm not. Yes, uh... Tom was just a visiting American who came by accident, and by accident, he was still alive. Remember, we are the sole agents for this desirable property, an exclusive residence that's murder to run. It will be vacant any moment now on dead easy terms. So this month for the show, I kind of figured I'd do something a little bit different. Um, I wanted to do kind of like a Valentine's Day thing with my girlfriend, Emily, who's really big into horror games. And I figured uh, I would do it for the February show. February show didn't happen, so I'm going to hold it for March. Uh, so without further ado, I'd like to introduce Emily Chevelle. <laughs> Hello. Uh, I figure we'll, we'll talk a little bit about horror gaming. Uh, she wants to do a little bit more uh, horror game reviews for the, the show. So I figured I'd talk to her about her. Her background and uh, what gets her jazzed in sure horror. Make sure I know my shit. Know your <laughs> shit, yeah. So, Emily, what what got you into horror movies? Like, what's? Oh my god, I don't know. Maybe I was just a really weird child and just liked being scared. I yeah. guess, yeah. I mean, Wolfman, definitely the black and white movies. Frankenstein, Wolfman, The Mummy, all the Universal Creature classics. From, yeah, Creature from the Black Lagoon. Mm-hmm. At the time, I you know they're amazing. Yeah, They're really scary, but I just like monsters. Monsters are cool. Who doesn't like monsters? You told me you liked uh, a lot of the '80s stuff, a lot of cheesy, like you and your girlfriend yeah, just around and watch cheesy stuff. 
definitely guilty of that. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, Halloween, even though it's not necessarily cheesy, but John Carpenter's Halloween is probably my favorite mm-hmm. movie ever, and that's from the 80s or 70s. Yeah. The 70s? It was, yeah, it was the 70s. Yeah, still. Um, <laughs> so, and then you got into um, gaming because you, you worked at GameStop. You had like, a good job there after yeah, school. Yeah, well, I mean, I grew up having like some sort of gaming system in my house. Like the first gaming system for me was the original PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And I always played it with my brothers. So now you're playing the new Resident Evil game. Yeah, the first episode. Um, I didn't know they were actually going to release the whole thing in one disc on March 12th. I would have just went ahead and did that. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, I got the first episode and... How are you liking it? I mean, nothing really happened, to be honest. It was just kind of... I mean, can I spoil things on here? Can I say... Uh, I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, I wouldn't try but... to spoil it, but I mean, you can kind of give hints to what it is. Like, is it a story about Claire and her background? No. no. It's more about Barry, actually. As oh, really? As weird as it is, yeah. So if anybody's, like, a huge Barry fan, definitely, you know, What's well, awesome because Barry never really got any love in the original game, so it's kind of cool to see this one kind of... Yeah, but yeah, like, I know a lot of people who say that's, like, their favorite character. Oh, yeah. Like, one of their favorite characters. Yeah, it's your favorite character, isn't it? It is. Barry, well, next yeah. to B- Billy Cohen from Resident Evil yeah. Zero. Yeah, so. I figured that. Him and Leon, my jam. Ugh, Leon, yes, please. <laughs> yeah, he's my favorite, too. Uh, how do you like uh, the new Silent Hill game, Silent Hills? Oh, my God. Just the demo was incredible. Yeah. So for, I feel like I'm never going to beat it. Like, it's going to take me two or three years to beat because it's so fucking scary. Yeah. And then <laughs> it's you... difficult to figure out the puzzles. Like, you had to go on the menu at one point. To yeah. actually figure out the puzzle that you needed to collect the, what was it, the pictures? Yeah, that was like a bonus thing was like trying to go around and grab the pictures. But like in the game, there's that one part where like you had to use your microphone. Because remember, we couldn't beat it. And we kept walking around in circles over and over. Yeah, I know. And like we had to. You had to had say to something. Yeah, you had to say something. You had to have your mic on. And then you had to actually go on the pause screen and click on your RS stick. And it would, like, go to the brain that's up in the corner. And, like, oh, there mm-hmm. it is. It's like, how the fuck are we supposed to know yeah, that? Like, like, I would have never... I would have been stuck in this house forever. And I would have lost my mind. psychological stuff that you would never know to do in a video game. Yeah, that's Silent Hills. And it's going to be great. I'm just and Norman Reedus is in it. Well, yeah. That's, <laughs> Norman and Reedus. That's, yeah. wow. They know their audience. They know how to bring in the female. <laughs> yeah, things, I guess yeah. so. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, I read somewhere that Norman Reedus is uh, not afraid to play Daryl Gay if that's how his character goes in the show. Do you oh, see him? Do you wow. See, do you see Daryl Dixon being a, a gay guy? No, but... I mean, his, his relationship I mean, with Carol's kind of like, it's not lovey, it's just kind of like this cute, like, play back and forth, like, yeah, sisterly but, love. Yeah, but I feel, I don't, I don't feel like it's a sisterly love. I think it's just like... He does like her, but he sees absolutely no point in getting attached to anything. Yeah. And who would if you're in that scenario? Right, yeah. I mean, the only thing he was really attached to was his brother, and you saw that ended up. Mm-hmm. So. By the way, this is us segueing in and out of video games, even though, oh well. Because there's another oh. thing I found out. Uh, American Horror Story. Lady Gaga is going to be... The, yeah, the head yeah. I have no, I have no comment on that. I really don't. Yeah. She ceases to like amuse me like she's yeah she did great at the grammys like i never thought she could sing like that she came out with that album that new jazz jazz album with uh 
fuck, forgot his name. That one guy. Yeah, that one. I don't remember, but Yeah. So yes, yeah, she's gonna she's gonna do that, and I guess it's based around a hotel. Um well, that sounds interesting. And then also the one Neep from American Horror Story Freak Show died. Yeah, I know. I saw that. That was super sad. He was only... He was like... Was he 28? Oh, I didn't know he was that young. Yeah, I said in that article, he was like only 28. Mm-hmm. And he had like another project he was doing. He was going to be in another movie or something. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, because he was supposed to come here in Orlando to... Uh, the freak... Or the Spooky Empire with all the other freaks. And I guess, yeah, he was at a convention appearance and got struck by the, the side mirrors of a car. He was walking in and then, oh! <laughs> done. So, poor Meep. Rest in peace. Yeah. I feel like Evan Peterson, or Evan Peters is crying his eyes out Peters like Evans. he did in the show, you know? Evan's Peters, Peters, Evan. Yeah. So, what other horror games are you kind of looking forward to in 2015? I mean, Silent Hills is definitely, like, the top for me, I'd have to say. Yeah, Silent Hills, um, I don't think anything. I mean, a DLC for Evil Within. Yes. Whatever what is it called? I forget what the DLC is called. It's not Dying that was the game that we were Right, but you play the female character in Evil Within. Like, you play as her, I heard. Oh, her story. You play, uh, yeah. Her name Ashley Megan. Something very basic. Yeah, (laughs) basic bitch name. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Her. She's. Uh. There's definitely more to her story. If Mm -hmm. anyone's played the game and knows what they tried to figure out from the ending of that, because yeah, I I still nothing. Still no idea. Yeah. So cool. So you're uh, and you do Twitch videos, right? Or you do like you stream. You're, I streamed some. I only streamed uh, Shadows of Mordor. Yeah. That's, <laughs> That's still pretty good. Yeah, I'm trying to get, because I just got the Xbox One, so I'm going to try to get more games for it. Yeah. Do you, uh, what's your, what's your uh, Twitch handle? Emily underscore Stark of Winterfell. Well, we're going to ask her a few questions real quick about horror, <laughs> and we're going to like go through it really quick as if it's like a video game. You ready? Oh, okay. Okay, ready. Yeah. Favorite black and white horror movie, go. Uh, Wolfman. Uh, favorite horror video game? Dead Space. Definitely. Favorite uh, PlayStation horror game? PlayStation? Like original PlayStation. Oh my god. I guess Resident Evil, because the character stuck out with me the most, but I really like Fatal Frame, I really like Clock Tower... Silent Hills, all of them, uh, that I could beat at least. Yeah. Um, okay, and what was your favorite Halloween costume? I did have this horseman one year with my horse. You did have this horseman with your horse? Yeah, and I was like a zombie Indian another year with my horse. That was cool. Yeah. Was I guess if you own a horse, you got to kind of incorporate into everything. Yeah, make it work. Go big, people. Yeah. <laughs> you said Halloween is your favorite holiday. It is. It's a reason why we're together. <laughs> Although we don't skip on Christmas, but still. Uh, what made you like Halloween so much? I don't know. I just always have. Yeah. I just grew up. Like, I mean, what kid didn't love dressing up, staying out late, and going house to house and getting free candy? Jehovah Witnesses. <laughs> have you heard about the Word of God today, sir? <laughs> um, okay, favorite Twin Peaks character? I don't have one. <laughs> It's more of, like, who annoys me the most. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not Cooper, because Cooper's the shit. Oh, yeah. Cooper's all right. He, 
It's because I played that game Deadly Premonition first, and yeah. then I watched Twin Peaks, and it completely throws me off. All I think is that character and how hard that gameplay is, and it's just the frustration is yeah. weak, and it's not good. And it's so long. That game the is game, so long. I, yeah. I didn't, yeah. Deadly Premonition. Mm-hmm. But it's like, if they would just make a really good Deadly Premonition, it could be like the perfect Twin Peaks video game. <laughs> You yeah, know? they might as well just called it Twin Peaks. I don't fucking get it. Yeah, but I mean, it, uh, like the whole <laughs> Bloody Angel thing that they had. Like, it was way... Bloody like, Angel. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, with the Twin... Not Twin Peaks. Yeah, that game. I think they tried to make it a more epic version in Alan Wake. Oh, Alan Wake. Man, yeah, that was a great one. I know. That's um, one of my favorite I'm really hoping that that, that that studio brings it back. Yeah, I feel like it's just going to be one of those, like... I don't want to say indie classics, but... Yeah. Oh, it just did not get the appreciation that it deserved. Well, the studio's and, making a game called, like, Quantum Break right now. Yeah, and I'll play that because, I mean, I like their story. Like, their storylines to their games are very good. Very well written, I feel. So you're playing Revelations right now. Um, yeah, I beat it. I Not the whole thing, but just episode one. Yeah, and I thought they would kind of gap those episodes. They really just kind of came out with it, like, the next well, week. it's really short yeah and the way they end it is just like i don't know like they needed to keep it coming out week after week because people would have like i don't know kind of drop off i could see why it's only 5.99 though uh-huh because it is short but it's i mean it's still fun as always if you want to follow emily and watch her play her horror games uh you can follow her at emily underscore Stark of Winterfell, and I am at horror underscore guy. Uh, we usually do streams probably about three or four times a week uh, on the newest horror, or any other kind of games pretty much, but we try to focus mainly on horror stuff. Uh, and you can stream, chat, talk, uh, put your input out there you want to see on the show, and sometimes we do giveaways. Come play with us. Ray Noble Orchestra and the Three Jinx Haunted House. I say, I say, Sebastian, are you in bed? Come out here. I can't. I'm in my nightwear. Oh, well, never mind then. I don't want to tell you that your bedroom's supposed to be haunted. I don't suppose that'll worry you. Breakfast at nine, if you're alive to eat any. Good night. Oh, I say, look here. I can't stay in here. I mean, my mother told me to keep away from the spirits. I say, hello, my good fellow. Hello. Oh, I...
squeak and the windows creak and the ceilings leak because the roof's antique and you hear a shriek and your legs feel weak it's the haunted house there's a dismal moan like a weird trombone and an old ham bone is suddenly thrown you are all alone with a great unknown in the haunted house there's only one good spirit it's the spirit in the bottle with shaking hands you pull the cork and pour some down your throttle there's a clank of chains and the smell of drains and a gory stain where the duke was slain if you've got chill blains and varicose pains in the haunted house Old oak beam hangs a corpse you seem to feel a wet stream with a sinister gleam and you wake with a scream from a horrible dream of the haunted house when a cavalier with a dreadful leer tries to disappear through the chiffonier and you cling with fear to the chandelier it's the haunted house the air is full of clammy claws that clutch you by the collar so gargle night and morning just in case you have to holler there are lights and sprites and awful sights in flesh being tights but at dead of night comes a woman in white so you're quite all right in the haunted house. When the old church clock strikes twelve, there's a knock with a sudden shock. You remember the lock on the door, there's a crock, oh, while you mock at the haunted house. It's as black as pitch, and your eyeballs twitch in the darkest snitch. It's a dirty witch, and the lighting switch is out of reach in the haunted house. When the slavey spills the gravy, why is she so pallid? Something post her in the pantry when she fetched the salad. I'm filled with dread, yes, I'm nearly dead. I saw a head underneath my bed. Come out if you can, I can do with a man. In the haunted house. Alright, let's rock talk here real quick, people. Um... So Sony's in trouble. We we all know this. Uh, you know, with the whole Korea leaked thing, with the interview that happened, uh, Sony's under fire. They talked a lot of shit about Adam Sandler's production company, so Adam Sandler's out of there. Uh, and there's just a lot of offices opening up. Seth Rogen's offices are out of there. Um, and they're hurting for money. And what is one of the biggest franchises out there? Uh, that they can pull back from. Oh, Ghostbusters! Oh, and you know what else is really funny? No one gave a flying fuck about Ghostbusters ten years ago whenever Dan Aykroyd was pitching his scripts around. Uh, yeah, he showed it to Bill Murray. Or he attempted to get it to Bill Murray. Bill Murray didn't even want to read it. Uh, and, you know, they, the studios basically said, if you don't have the entire cast, we're not really interested. Well, you come back, you know, ten years later, uh, one of the original members has passed on. Uh, Bill still has no interest in, or interest in doing it. So now we're left uh, with a uh, half-written script, just complications. But apparently they've been trying to work that out, Dan Aykroyd, Ivan Reitman, and Sony, to bust out the new franchise. Now, yes, there has been reports, or it's officially a go for the uh, all-female cast, Paul Figg's uh, Ghostbusters, uh, that he's been working on with them. For all the girls from SNL. Yeah, you don't want to sound sexist to say you don't want the all-female cast Ghostbusters, but I feel that fans don't really want that film. Am I, is that weird for me to say? It, it's it's a cool attempt. I'm going to be in the theater seeing it for sure, but it's not the same feel, and I think Sony has gauged that. So now what Dan Aykroyd and Ivan Reitman have done is they've come to Sony to, do, to branch out more of a franchise. And from what I've read here is that they are creating a separate like franchise studio on the lot of Sony 
oh, what's the name here? Uh, Ghost Corpse is going to be the uh, production company, and they're going to specifically make Ghostbuster movies for Sony. Now, what this means is we're going to have lots of different Ghostbuster movies shooting out of the woodworks. Is this a good thing or is this a bad thing? Right now, they have Channing Tatum as a producer on the film who will also star as one of the Ghostbusters. And it's really weird because I feel like Channing Tatum is just taking over my childhood. Who would have thought the big, muscly-headed Magic Mike new dancer would become my favorite comic book character of all time, Gambit, and become a Ghostbuster? Like... The guy's a good actor and all, but does he really deserve these kind of roles? I don't want to hate. <laughs> I really don't. But it just seems so forced by Hollywood, you know? Um, so, yeah, this is happening. It, it sucks. To me, I feel like it sucks to me because I loved the first Ghostbusters movie and the second Ghostbusters movie. Now, granted, I know a lot of hardcore fans aren't really a fan of the second Ghostbuster movie. It has its problems. That's the reason why Bill Murray doesn't do sequels anymore. But, you know, we should just be happy we got Ghostbusters 2. I mean, all the actors were in their prime. It was the perfect time to release that movie. You know, we got that story with the original actors. Anyway, flash forward to today. uh, Nothing really happened with the franchise, but they're going to want to breathe new life back into it. And it's going to kill me to see uh, a Ghostbusters movie with all these young guys. And then if Dan Aykroyd pops up, um, and he's just playing like a janitor, you know, as like a cameo, like a Stan Lee type jump in. Like it's gonna, that's gonna suck. It's, it's gonna make me so mad because I wanted to see him in a proton pack with the other guys and Rick Moranis. You know, I mean, who's to say it won't happen? It could happen. Do I want to see it happen this far down the timeline? Probably not. But I don't know, man. I. All I'm going to say is it'll be cool to see the franchise rebooted and see the logo around everywhere, but we all know the Ectomobile's not going to be the same. I don't know. Is this just me being a crotchety old man? Uh, an old fanboy? Am I the only one out there that feels this way about Ghostbusters? Like, I think the female one would be cool because they're talking about making it more horror. So it'll be a little a little scarier. And it, I remember correctly, when I first watched the original Ghostbusters, they were pretty frightening. I mean, that library scene uh, is, is pretty intense in the beginning. beginning. It sets the mood. Uh, so if you kind of put today's horror, like think how far we jumped ahead in time of, of gore and scares on screen. Applying that with comedy in these, these girls, that could be a really fun thing. Um... So I'm really interested to see how it, how it, that one turns out. And I was actually okay with the female one, you know? But now that I start seeing the layers on the cake, now I'm seeing Channing Tatum and these guys are making a Ghostbuster movie. Now I'm seeing a, a mini studio opening up within Sony writing more Ghostbuster movies. And it just seems like a cash cow. Like they're just fucking throwing money at their problem at Sony. And it, it makes me mad. They're going to fucking pound what could have been a standalone good you know, female Ghostbuster movie with the other ones. It's just, you know, its own separate entity, which I don't get that either. Like, why not just make it a thing in the future? The the Ghostbusters did their thing. They saved New York. Uh, Ghosts have been gone for quite a while. New York's just kind of doing its thing, and then something happens underground, and we get ghosts again, and these girls 
found out about the Ghostbusters and maybe Dan Aykroyd is like the only one that's still working. Like say, uh, you know, Egon and the other guys, they're just off like in uh, Egypt fighting off ghosts and you don't really, you know, they're, they're there, you know of them, they're just somewhere else. So my only person in New York is is Ray and he's there to help these girls get their suits and go fight these these spirits and that way you can kind of pass the torch you don't have to pay you know super big homage to the ones that have passed or the or bill murray who doesn't want to do it like you just kind of continue but they're just ignoring the ghostbuster story altogether and it's it's just going to be its own thing and these girls will be like hey what's a good idea oh we should bust ghosts so we just made this proton pack because you are a scientist and you know how to make these things it's like we've already seen this i don't want to reboot i want to see the story continue um and honestly, the best thing, if you wanted to see the original story continue, it's the video game. The video game came out probably, I think, about seven or eight years ago. And it seemed everybody is on there. Uh, you know, Harold Ramis does his voice on there. Bill Murray does a voice on there. Everybody's back. And it's a cool little interactive video game. Um, so that's the best Ghostbusters 3 that we can get starring the original cast and crew of that series. Uh, where all this stuff is going with the future, I don't know. And it'll be really fun to go back to this podcast and listen to this and see how worried I was about this and see if I was right or if I was wrong. But, you know, I just... I mean, can somebody really dream about the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man in the 21st century? If they try and throw that back in there, I'm going to cry blood. I will. Blood will rain from my eyes. So, yeah. Here's, uh... Here's to you, Ghostbusters. Please, please don't fail me. Just be good. Uh, are you habitually using drugs, stimulants, alcohol? No. No, just asking. Are you, Alice, menstruating right now? What has that got to do with it? Back off, man. I'm a scientist. Voltaire, Land of the Dead.
take that from me. Penny Dreadful, Season 2. We were still trying to get to know who these guys were last season. Do you really want to be normal? This season, we all go on a different journey, and they're wrestling with their inner demons. Do you believe the past can return? More than that, it never leaves us. Do not be amazed at anything you see. The backbone of last season was the story of Samarkand trying to save his daughter. Why do you think I want to be saved? This season, the hunters have now become the prey. It's a ara ora abu. Vanessa is very, very fragile in this season. She's not in control at all. These were not the creatures we faced before. The devil has sent his servants to capture her soul. And they're actually much more terrifying than the devil himself. They are nightcomers. Witches. We start to investigate this hidden language. It was the Verbus Diablo. The word of the devil. This is as a result, they've become closer as a family, which is invaluable to become their new attack. My old friend, Miss Ives, won't escape me. Ethan has sworn himself to protect Vanessa, but obviously has an element of himself that he can't control. You can't change what you are, no matter who you save. Both Vanessa and Ethan are kind of afraid of their desire for each other. Vanessa senses that he's done something really bad and very dark. You're attuned to forces beyond what we can see and hear. Am I wrong? This year, everyone's got secrets. Frankenstein is trying to fulfill this demand that's been placed on him by his firstborn. You will make me an immortal mate. Within it comes his fantasy and ideals of a woman, and that might be an issue. She is our future creator. Tread carefully. What season one did was establish the characters, their relationships, and a sense of their backstories. Now that world's set up, and the train leaves the station, and it goes very, very fast. Do you think the dark forces that converge on our heads can be vanquished so easily? The demon within all these characters is the thing that makes them exceptional. That's what season two is about. It's very passionate and tragic and scary. Remember, death comes to us all. Penny Dreadful season two premieres April 10th at 10 p.m. only on Showtime. You should watch it. They're not giving me any money to say all this. It's pretty good, actually. So, yeah, watch. You know, Skeletor, your evil is almost a match for my own. Together we'll make life miserable for those Eternian fools. Why, it'll be just like the old days. <laughs> yes, yes, just like the old days. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thanks guys uh with that said that is the show for this month uh 
Sorry for the delay last month's show. Getting things are getting a little tight here with my move coming up very soon, but I'll try and at least get one hour to you guys a month. I feel like I can do that, you know. Uh, for right now, we have a giveaway. Uh, Dracula Untold on Blu-ray from the folks at Universal Pictures. Uh, this has a digital HD copy and a DVD and a Blu-ray inside. Uh, I'm giving away four copies of these. Uh, and for this month... I want you to tell me what you think the Ghostbusters series should have done. Uh, should it have, you know, just, you know, quit with the old guys and do their own thing like they're doing? Or do you want them to pay homage? Or what, what's your, what do you see your future for Ghostbusters? Because I'm very riled up about this. So uh, send it over to hallowse365 at gmail.com. And uh, I'll pick winners at random or whoever has the best answer, I feel. And I'll send those out. So until then, yeah, follow us on the Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, And, uh, yeah, stay scary, guys. I'll see you all next month. (laughs) 